Hi everyone, let's see if I can grab Jesse. Hey, sorry about that. Okay. I couldn't join for some reason. That's okay. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, perfect. Great. Yay! Play for a little outline. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Excited that it's Friday. Same. Happy early Shabbat Shalom to you. Yes, Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Um, I'm Alana. I'm Jesse. And this is Not Your Bubby's Tour School, and we're making lunches. Um, this is the first episode in our July series, um, which is all about how Jewish ethics and principles and values support anti-Zionism. Um, so we're really excited for all of the sessions we have planned for July. Most of them will be Thursday nights moving forward. Um, today, it's a special Friday episode. Um, so we're starting off. I'm so worried about butchering the pronunciation. Um, Ohia. Sohia. Yeah. I think so. Right? Uh, that feels good. Tokyo. Yeah. Which means you shall rebuke. So let's just dive right in. Like, what is the biblical background for this Jewish value? And then we can sort of get into like how that supports anti Zionism or what connections we can draw there. Yeah, I I think we should start with, it comes from Leviticus, and it comes from a part of Leviticus in which we are determining how, well, God is giving the Jewish people the rules, kind of, of how to relate to one another. And the moment immediately before this line, um, there's many different translations. The one I have in front of me on Safari is, reprove your kin, but incur no guilt on their account, which is so muddied which is why we're going to talk about it but the one that happens right before it um in leviticus nineteen seventeen is you shall not hate your kinsfolk in your heart and so these two are paired together and that is what has led to a lot of the translation differences i would say in our research um because as in many torah portions the lines that come immediately before and immediately after can either help us clarify what that line means or sometimes changes the meaning depending on how we're reading it so that is the Torah location for this Jewish value. Do you want to provide any more like background of the 
phrase or do you want to jump into another part? Yeah, sorry, I'm just looking at, at our notes. So basically the idea is like, we have an obligation and it is one of our like mitzvot of which, you know, there are plenty of mitzvot that Jews are sort of like obligated to do um, to like, when they say rebuke, I think in like our terms, we could say like, call in our friend or loved one or neighbor, um, very much tied the whole like loving thy neighbor concept or like loving your family and the idea to like summarize in current terms that I've come to understand is just that like if you see your friend like going down a path that is like not good or not aligned with like goodness or you see them doing something like wrong or harmful it's your responsibility to tell them and like encourage them to sort of like bring them back on the right path um and like let yeah let them know that what they're doing is wrong or hurtful or harmful or hurt you but I think like a really important specificity of that is that the motivation of like telling that person they're doing something wrong has to be coming from a place of love um so it's not like you're rebuking your friend or family member or loved one out of like resentment or for yourself um, because you want to like prove them wrong um, or like you're going to feel better about yourself if you sort of like call them out it has to be coming from a place of I like don't want to see my fellow human being doing something that will result in hurt for themselves or other people. So I'm going to call them in. So um, I really love that just because I feel like that is so connected to a lot of like abolitionist principles around like, we have to call in the people that we love when things go wrong and have conversations with them we can't just sort of like shed people from our lives when they're doing something that we don't agree with or is harmful to others the same way that like we should take people calling us in as a sign of their love and care for us when we're doing something that isn't aligned with like goodness or what is good for ourselves and the people around us so like yeah, I don't know. I feel like this was really just like a healthy communications and strengthening our community is like we prove how much we care for other people when we call them in and we believe in their ability to change, which is why we do it. So I was really into that. Yeah, I love that it is stemmed in love. It reminds me of the um, episode I'll say we did on argument for the sake of heaven and how yeah. this is very connected to uh calling people in because we have an obligation to one another and we love one another and one of the sources that you compiled this week Alana is um from Rabbi Sachs Rabbi Jonathan Sachs who's amazing and I was it was really resonating me with like the reading of those two lines together meaning like it can be interpreted as you know you should love your neighbor you should love everybody also you know 
because because you are loved like this is an interpersonal relationship we have here like we love each other and therefore we have to call each other in otherwise we are responsible for what you're doing you know and that's like in a sense of everyday conflict but the other way we can read it is we love one another and have like an obligation to our community that if our community is doing something morally and ethically wrong, like it is on all of us to keep each other in line, you know? And I think that is what is missing in a lot of communities that we have today is like, we're like, someone should do something about that all the time. We're like, somebody should get them in trouble. Somebody should, you know, and like, we're waiting for some higher authority. And I think that's what leads to, like you're saying in abolition circles, you know, like the desire for like police or security or whatever, we're waiting for somebody to get someone else in trouble when like, really the 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 way this this jewish value specifically leads us is to say like you are responsible for one another it's not that someone else is going to get someone in trouble like you have to do the work to repair what has been broken in the community and i love that that interpretation of this section yeah it reminds me um just lost my train of thought oh it reminds me of like the idea that like remaining silent in the face of oppression basically puts you on the side of the oppressor i'm butchering that quote and i don't remember who said that but like basically the idea like silence is the same as engaging in violence and like if you are silent in the face of oppression like you are just as bad as the oppressor um and maimonides which yes maimonides makes a point when he's like talking about this concept of um yeah. um that when like someone wrongs you you should not be silent rather it's like a mitzvah to tell that person that they've wronged you and ask like like basically engage in a conversation with them again i'm like interpreting his interpretation but he's like you can't like you should not be silent and actually like it's a mitzvah to try to engage with the person who's wronged you and figure out what went wrong and like repair that harm um and so again like i think that that's really aligned with this idea that like this is coming from a place of love and also what you're saying about how like we if we're not if we're just looking around waiting for someone to do something like were complicit in the violence. And so I think that like sort of leads us into the connections to anti-Zionism, which like I feel like have been underlying this entire conversation where it's like, we must call out the violence and harm that the apartheid state of Israel causes to Palestinian people until it goes recognized. And like, we do this out of our love for Judaism and our love for our Jewish siblings um, and family members, because it is our obligation, like as Jewish people. Um, And like, especially with the reading of this Jewish value. um, Yeah. Like it is a mitzvah and it is something that we have to do. Like we have to do that work because we are seeing this act of queer violence and harm unfold in front of us and so right it would be going against that to not call it in and try to engage in conversation about it yeah that is so powerful it's 
oh my gosh, I'm like reminding, it's reminding me of all the episodes and things we've done so far. So I feel like I'm just like an, a promo for like, go back and listen to this. But like, <laughs> this reminds me of like being in tension with Lashan Hara and like how Jewish values can be in, in kind of like wrestling with one another, their intention with one another, because like yeah. there's, there's the obligation, the mitzvot, it's holy to rebuke your neighbor and it's holy to call out what is going wrong and what is unethical. But there's another Jewish value that says that it is not okay to ever say something bad about someone ever, even if it's true. And so how do we hold those at the same time? And I think this is like the work in any, any sort of therapy setting you go into or any sort of, you know, self work you do is like, you have to be able to hold two things at the same time. (laughs) There have to be multiple things that can be true. And yes, it can be true that we do not go around, you know, accusing people for no reason of bad things and trying to defame one another. And there's no reason we just rebuke everyone for everything just because we like to argue, right? That's not the point. (laughs) There are times when Lashon Hara is relevant and there are times when is valuable and like this is exactly the moment where we have to rely on rebuking our neighbors because um we can't stay silent like we were talking about in moments when Lashon Hara becomes violent and becomes used against survivors this is another moment where Lashon Hara could become violent and used against you know people who are being ethnically cleansed and I think what I loved from the Rabbi Sachs article that you pointed out too is they there's a moment in the Talmud discussing this this term because it's repetitive it's the verb is repeated and so in the Talmud it says that one of the rabbis says um, means even a hundred times so it doesn't mean like you shall rebuke and you shall rebuke again it's like you shall rebuke and you shall rebuke a hundred more times if necessary implying that it means under any and all circumstances. So we cannot just rebuke the American government for, you know, putting children in detention centers at the border. We have to also be rebuking the Israeli government for detaining Palestinian children and torturing them. You know, like there is no way we can pick and choose. We have to keep going under any circumstance. Yeah, and I think that's really really important because I think that like I don't know it's people I feel like we've seen this a lot recently like people get into this mindset where it's like well like why don't you focus on what's happening in like your own country or like well like the United States like does really bad stuff too and it's like yeah exactly (laughs) like that that's why we're working towards the the like abolition of statehood I mean I'll speak for myself like that's like why like the concept of like statehood in general and nation states and borders like is harmful and violent so like yes I'm working against that in every single context and when we're talking about an apartheid state like Israel like I especially mean in that context and like it does directly relate to me as a Jewish person because of the ways that Judaism is used as it's like sort of to weaponize Israel into validity. And so um, we can use our voice to rebuke um, all of the governments that we see as violent and evil. And like, again, like Jesse said, we have to, like we have to do that with every circumstance, not just one or another. And when we say that about, you know, one 
specific thing, it doesn't mean that we don't feel that about other situations where it's just as relevant. Um, I was also thinking, like, I want to highlight before we start to come to a close, like, I think rebuke feels like a strong word. Like, I feel like something about rebuking, maybe it's because it sounds so biblical, sounds like kind of aggressive to me. And I think, like, this is why translation and reframing to, like, a modern-day setting is so important. Because, like, when we say rebuke, it's not, like, calling someone out or being mean to someone or, like, attacking someone. Like, this is very much, like, how to engage in healthy, communicative conversations and... I think that we actually might have done a session on that at some point or like we're planning a workshop on that so maybe we could come back to that at some point but like when they're saying like you know this means that you shall rebuke it's like again that's done out of love and care and tenderness like this is not like well you're wrong it's like based on all your other values this is, sounds like something that could align with that like can I give you more information on it? Can I tell you like how I got to this conclusion? Um, can we like engage in a conversation about it? It's not like you're wrong and that's the end all be all, which like I think a lot of biblical like quotes can come across in that sort of like cut and dry way. But like another Jewish value is just that sort of like constant like questioning and translating and thinking about what the original text actually meant and so like yeah this is just part of that you know um so yeah thinking about that coming from a place of like gentleness and calling in and if this is your first time hearing about calling in I encourage you to like go look up some calling in strategies or what it means to call someone in when they've caused harm versus like calling someone out or like canceling them. Um, it's definitely a broader scope than we have time for in this episode. But yeah, um, that is what we need to be doing to be building stronger and more loving communities. Yeah, I want to add just quickly, if, um, if you are familiar with our article that we just reflected on in our last episode, um, Israel will not save us moving towards liberation. Like this is a liberation practice and we genuinely invite other people to join us on it. We have been accused of seeming pompous towards the end of our article by suggesting that everybody should join in on an anti-Zionist journey, but it's genuine. We genuinely hope that like through spreading the love and joy and, you know, hard work of liberation practices like this that everybody will be able to reap the benefits of a world of, the, of a liberated world so that is what i just wanted to uh end this se section with before we close Thank you. i think that's really important um i definitely don't want that to be misconstrued um yeah that's coming from a place of like pure genuine intention um if you want any of our sources from this week or to like learn more about this week's topic, let us know. It, you can DM us or email us and we'd be happy to send you all our sources. I realize it doesn't really make sense to put it in the caption. They're not clickable links and there's not really a good way to compile that for you all, but we always want to be transparent with where our information is coming from. So if you're interested, 
reach out to us and we will absolutely send you our sources from this week. Um, and next week, next Thursday, which is the 14th, we will have our next session at 6.30, ideally, and it will become a podcast later that night or the next day. Um, and we're going to be talking about, and I haven't had any practice pronouncing this one, so stand with me. Um, al Ta'amud al Damreaha. Do not stand idly by the blood of your friend. So we're going to be talking about that value and how that connects to anti-Zionist values and beliefs. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Jesse. Thank you. Shabbat shalom. Bye.